0: Welcome back to Film Vloggers. We review films and flogged dead horses, so you don't have to. Is this week's film choice a complete waste of your viewing time? Much like vlogging slash beating a dead horses. Get it? Please head over to www.filmfloggers.com to check out all of our previous vloggings. And while you're there, maybe hang out for a while, look around and vote for our next film. Click on Vote or visit www.filmfloggers.com forward slash vote. Are you an idiot? If so, please check out our Idiot's Guide to Reviewing Us where even a big dummy like you can leave us a red-hot review. Here at Film Fluggers, we pride ourselves on offering one-star content with five-star effort. Once on the website, please click on Idiot's Guide. Or visit us at www.filmvloggers.com forward slash review hyphen us. That should have been Idiot's Guide. My fault I didn't change the URL. Annoying. Once again, filmvloggers.com forward slash review hyphen us. Believe it or not, we now have a Patreon. I know what you're thinking. You have the audacity to ask us to pay to receive more of this or dramatic effect yes we have a Patreon exclusive show called Near Pickers I think you'll like it please visit com forward slash support hyphen us again that hyphen is annoying should have removed it or head straight to our Patreon page patreon.com forward slash filmwafflers no idea why I did filmwafflers another mistake where you can support us for as little as one British pound or a buck fifty And while you're on the website, punch that big purple subscribe button and tell a friend about the vlog. Wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, mistress, your nan, granddad, your kids. They can tell their friends. They can tell their friends at school about the vlog. But in all seriousness, this really helps the podcast grow and enables us to enrich or ruin the lives of the hundreds of millions of earlobes we haven't reached yet.
1: Oh, I wish it could be vlogmas every day. It's FLOGMAS! You scumbag, you maggot, you cheap, lousy cunt. Happy FLOGmas to your arse. or thank God, it's our last.
0: Okay. Feeling good. Feeling festive. Uh, right, 20, 20 past. Right. so sort of lean back here, you know. This fucking dildo's pretty big.
2: Oh, God, that was quite a big delay, wasn't it? Was it? No, that's all right.
0: Marcross, Mars, oh very one, Tinsel isn't it old l a Tinseltown.
2: yeah, that's what they say, yeah, right, do you want to kick kick things off here? go ahead,
0: oh, yeah, okay, what have we got you know, morning, Tom, how are
2: you, yeah, good, feeling festive yet um no, no i can I can hear my voice in your thing, hello. No, I'll just turn you down. Yeah, there we go. Okay. right. Oh, Yeah, Tinseltown, uh, LA, Christmas Eve. Am I feeling festive? No. Uh, Has this film made me feel more festive? No. Yeah, I can't really imagine an LA Christmas, what that looks like. You know, if there's one place on the earth that I think, you know, just doesn't not, it couldn't be further away from Christmas, it's LA. But, you know, that's just me. I've only been there once. Well, it looks like this film, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hang
2: on, let me just check this fucking track. Oh, dear. Yeah, um, right, yeah, so what, what are we talking about? Tangerine is what we're talking about. <laughs> Tan- tangerine, yeah. Yeah, some short- Sean Baker. Yeah, well, he's he's very good. Yeah, he is, yeah. He's very good. What have you What have you seen from Sean? Well, only this. Oh, right. Oh. But oh. there's a film that's coming out. There's a film coming out called Red Rocket, which uh, I, I do really want to see because it, it looks good. I read about it, you know, in the A- A24, is it A24, you know, production company behind it. And um, yeah, it looks top-notch. And the trailer came out recently. I think that, what's his name? That Rex guy. I recognise, apparently he's absolutely top-notch in it. And um, the only thing I recognise him from is Scary Movie 3, where he plays George, you know, um, old, oh, uh, right. what's yeah. his name, son? Charlie Sheen's son. Charlie Sheen's son. And, um, you know... I actually don't mind *Scary Movie* three, and it's quite not that was that wasn't a particularly easy role to do because he basically he plays like a spoof version of Eminem in 8 Mile*, um, and he has to go through the whole like rap battle thing, and you know actually trying trying to do that kind of comedy is probably quite difficult. So I, I think he's quite good in that. So it doesn't surprise me that he's given quite a uh, well. Apparently, he's just he's blown out the water. Apparently, he's the sort of centerpiece of the whole thing. The Florida Project. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, pretty good. Old, uh,
0: old William Dafoe is uh, is rocking around in that. Yeah, he's pretty good in that.
2: I actually find because I watched uh, I watched Sean Baker because you know, like I said, I hadn't seen this before before now, and um, I didn't really know very much about Sean Baker. I didn't after watching this, I thought, you know, who is this guy? Because obviously, to sort of know how to 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 feel comfortable in the company and feel like you want to make a film about, you know, transvestite prostitutes in LA, I thought, you know, what what we dealing with with this guy is he is he a slightly kind of. Harmony Corrine-esque wild child or is he a more straight down the middle sort of bloke and uh, I watched his Criterion Collection interview you know and they go on into like the archives and they pick out the films they want to see um yeah I got a slightly sort of affected slightly annoying vibe from him actually but I I guess I guess he can afford to be he's obviously got something he's obviously got a vision but I didn't really take to him I found him a little bit it wasn't put on, but I just found it all a little bit, you know, oh, you know, I'm an artist and these are my artistic selections. You know, that kind of vibe. Well, yeah, you've got to be a certain character having to do these type of
0: films. And yeah. it's, it's all, in some ways, I don't know what the budget is for Red Rocket. I'm assuming if A24 are involved, it's, it's been increased somewhat.
2: Probably a bit bigger, but it's, it won't be bigger. Yeah, but compared to maybe,
0: big. well, compared to this, for
2: example. Yeah.
0: With these sort of directors... How does it transition how do they transition over to when they start to get a bit more famous and they start to get a bit more backing behind them, does it affect their films? Does more budget mean that they can go, oh, I can try more things? And it's like, well, hang on, do you need to be doing that? I think with Sean Baker, I think he obviously he keeps it pretty minimalistic. It's pretty simple. He's used to working on a tight budget. And the thing with this, with the whole iPhone stuff being filmed with iPhones, Well, it looks great. It looks unbelievable. And he, you know, he's definitely one of those guys based on this and the Florida project where the location itself is, you know, one of the characters is part of the experience. And it's not just LA as, as a location. And in the Florida project, it's Orlando. You've got Disneyland in the foreground, but it's just an area within the city. So we're not, we're not getting a, a full-blown LA experience where we're going from each fucking no. corner going like, oh yeah, I know that. Oh yeah, there's the sign. Oh yeah, very nice. This is just set in, what, West Hollywood in this small community of people. The actresses, Maya and Kiki, they're, they're from this area. I believe I know Maya's definitely from that area of West Hollywood. And I think Kiki's in and around the area as well. So it's not the case of he's gone and wanted to shoot a film Based on L.A. and using these characters, he's just gone to this area and gone like, well, I'm pretty sure that he just walked around this spot and just went, well, you know, they're start interacting with some of the people live here.
2: Well, so hang on, so so are the are these two characters? Are they actual prostitutes? They were, yeah, I believe so, yeah, yeah. So, so they're not actors at all, then? No, 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 no.
0: So I think what Sean Baker did was go to this area and then just start walking around. We want to try and shoot a film here, but we don't know what we're gonna do. We don't know what it's based on. So they didn't, they didn't bring characters into the area and went, oh, okay, here we go. We've got these characters, got these Got these actors. Let's shoot a film, see what happens. They went to the area first and went, well, let's walk around, see what the fuck's going on, see what the vibe is, and uh, ideally meet some people who could potentially be in the film. Not necessarily rehash their story, but rehash some of their experiences and give the vibe and make it as authentic as possible because these people have just come straight from the streets and have come straight from this area.
2: Right, Okay. There's no need to dramatize it, basically.
0: I saw a, um, a quick clip of Maya talking about the the process they had before they started shooting. And it all sounded like sort of very Mike Lee-esque. And we were going to oh, do yeah, yeah. Old Naked Mike Lee, which I think we'll probably get around to at some point. They got into a room, sat down and went, right, okay, let's start constructing the script. Rather than, here's the script, this is what you're going to be saying, you can just sort of ad-lib and add your own bit in. Which obviously makes sense, because these characters are... They're not characters. They're you know they're real people who are playing, not themselves, but are playing maybe a, an extravagant version of themselves or people they've met.
2: Well, hang on. The the, the na- na- naked is actually one of the selections he made ma- makes in the Criterion Collection. Basically. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. And well, I think he said on, yeah. that part of it is part of the influence for this was naked, with all this like you know haphazard uh, encounters in the street and you know, all slightly in your face and then leading to this explosion at the end.
0: Yeah. Oh, well that makes sense then, yeah.
2: Yeah. Because it's the the script is designed and written by
0: the characters, isn't it? It's not, you know, the guy who writes the screenplay turns up and goes, right, well, there's your lines. Go walk around the streets and just uh just say what's on the paper.
2: I mean I mean I would just say, you know, the subject matter that they landed on I, I actually did feel for me it was a little bit of a barrier to entry. I mean, up until up until the last, I'd say quarter where it starts showing a bit of genuine heart, which I think you know, the last quarter good, but some of the sque- some of the screeching and some of the some of the you know stuff going on between the characters where you know everyone's basically a sort of you know, well, no, I mean that's uh, yeah, that's I can't really say that, but I was going to say you know, but you say say something slightly negative, but actually, you know, these are real people, but they're obviously you know they're pretty. I mean, a lot of them are like on drugs. There's a lot of chaotic arguments and all this sort of stuff. And I, I did find it a little bit jarring after a while. I kind of, you know, I, I almost just did kind of want to turn the volume off.
0: My biggest issue with this film is the opening, or well, path probably, is the, um, you get the music that kicks in out of nowhere. And oh, yeah. It was, so, it was so loud. I was having to turn my TV down. I don't think that's, is that normal? You know, during the viewing experience of a film... You've got to reach for the remote five or six times to go. I think you know, it's meant pieces. to
2: hit you in the face. I do. I do, I do think that was deliberate. Yeah, was I doing think that's job. meant to assault assault your ears. Yeah, But it was just getting a bit irritating.
0: I'm going to have to grab the remote again. This it's too loud.
2: <laughs> well, I I found the character. I mean, I I found a lot of the characters in this irritating. To be honest, I, I thought like that these are just really self destructive people. You know, I don't know anything about that side of life, and I appreciate you know the you know the struggles that go with it. But I mean. Being in the company of these characters for that long, I, I was like, "These people are just—I mean, they just need to sort themselves out." Basically, well, I mean, they are well, That's the point, though, isn't?
0: They can't. This is the sort of the bleakness of it all. Is that this is just a day to day, and with the whole Christmas, it being Christmas Eve as the background, it's like, oh well, yeah, it's not your conventional, traditional, you know, family affair, jingle all the way, all this sort of stuff. It's like
2: it's a load of hookers, basically, like shouting at each other.
0: You know, as, as you're sitting at home, you know, with a log fire, feeling good, got the mince pie on yeah. Christmas Eve going like, oh, yeah, it's been a tough year this, but you know, I've got my break, got my Christmas, feeling good. This is what other people are doing on Christmas Eve. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And I don't think yeah, it's even, it is, yeah. it's not even meant to, it's not shoving that in your face going like, oh, like, look at look what people are dealing with on Christmas Eve.
2: Yeah, well, it's not like that,
0: is it? No. It's not doing that. It's just, oh yeah, by the way, this is this is like day to day for these people. And it's also Christmas Eve, so just, just bear that in mind. If you were quite taken back by what these characters are doing, it's added that extra bit on top because it's like, oh, God, and it's Christmas Eve. Oh, God, you know, these people need to go back to their families. What the fuck's going on? This is horrible.
2: I mean, I'd say some of the, uh, some of the sort of quick cuts, particularly at the beginning, I-, I thought it almost reminded me a bit of Crank. And I mean, some of the, uh, some of the you know, the saturated colours and all that, I mean, that, it's very Crank-esque, I thought yeah we definitely definitely parallels in that yeah goes in with that music
0: as well where the characters it just does, storm that- from one place to the next old um what's oh what's what's the main i, I i've got oh, no idea geez. what they call oh cindy cindy is right the, is the the woman who's come out of prison and she starts kicking off at chester um yeah i think the opening's quite good i think when they're sitting down you know oh, it's christmas eve bitch You know, great and then uh Maya's character just says, oh, what's I didn't write the fucking her name down either. She she says, old, um, she says, yeah, yeah, sorry, Chester's been with uh, with some real fish, with some white fish. It's all just it's just, well,
2: it's extraordinary.
0: It's extraordinary. Yeah, it is, okay. yeah. Sorry, did you know what? Oh, yeah, did no one tell
2: you? No. All right. I think it's, um, I think it's very authentic. I mean, I don't dispute that at all, but yeah, I mean, did I enjoy it? No, I didn't. You didn't enjoy it? No, I, I can appreciate. I can appreciate how technically, you know, well done it is, and the fact that he's 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 managed to achieve that, you know, that um, you know, those crack the, those quick cuts and what he's basically been able to achieve through an iPhone and with a, and with just you know people he's met on the street, it, you know, it's very impressive. But it's you know for me it doesn't it doesn't go any further than basically a work with sort of a workshop exercise. I find, I mean I find these characters just impossible to to. I don't, I don't, I don't find it easy to uh, you don't relate to the characters, to emotionally connect. No. Well, even just emotionally connect with the, with their stories. You know, forget you know trying to relate it to something in your life. Uh, just connect with these characters. I just think they're really self destructive, and it was all just a bit much for me, to be honest. I think what it does well is that when you meet these characters
0: initially, we talked about the the music blowing out, which I think is a bit much. I understand why it's there from the start. You see. Through, mainly through the guy's taxi. So you see the girl in the back of the seat, you know, doing the selfies. I'm assuming she's a, a tourist, so she's, you know, come to LA, and she's feeling good, can't wait to explore the city. Very exciting. And then as the film goes along and as darkness descends on the film, it gets dark and we start to see the, the seedy underbelly of LA. And that's done really well, where if you turn up as a tourist in, in a city or somewhere and you, you know, you're full of energy and you're like, oh God, yeah, this is going to be exciting. I can't wait for this. You know, we've done it.
2: Yeah. We've done it in L.A. potentially. Well, we did it in L.A., but it didn't take long for the uh, for the sheen to wear off. No,
0: no. But initially, you go for a nice walk. Oh, look, at the Hollywood sign. Ooh, lovely. You know, re- energy's reasonably high. You think, oh, I'll go to the beach. Because it's all there in L.A., for example. The beach is there. It you've is. You've got walks. It's sunny. There's lots to see. But it's just shit. As the day progresses, and as it gets dark, you go, oh, let's go and have a look at that part of the uh, the city that's going on a night out. Let's go and walk around the streets. Yeah, it starts to become a lot more bleak. Even Kiki and Maya, they're like, she's pretty happy because, oh, you know, I'm out of prison feeling good. You know, where's Chester? Oh oh no. Oh, Chester's been mucking about with some white fish. Oh no. (laughs) So then you just follow her all day and it just gets worse and worse and it just gets more bleak as she's trying to find Chester to have it out with him or whatever. But I think that was done well. That makes a lot of sense. I could relate to that in terms of getting somewhere, energies are high, going, oh yeah, I can't wait for this. I'm looking forward, this should be good. And then 12 hours later, going, oh, Oh dear, Not too sure about this. Right. Okay. More in the taxi. Just also seeing people's different experiences. You know, the girl got there. She's taking the selfie. She's like, you know, she's really energized. And then you've got people in the back seat like, oh man, I'm, I'm just having a fucking shocker over here. Yeah, you know, I'm feeling. Oh, really I mean, well.
2: there's, there's, there's certainly good writing on display in some of those taxi encounters. I mean, that one where that bloke gets in the middle-aged bloke and starts talking about how he's a Cherokee Indian, and you know just talking about the origins of his name and stuff. I mean, you know, it's all quite, you know, it's like, um, it's a sort of Grand Theft Auto hidden characters or whatever they're called, just like random events, like chance encounters, which I think are done well. And, and they add, they definitely bring the thing to life. You know, they, they show it's a moving, you know, breathing city, lots of, you know, lots of people, lots of different stories. And you get that sense of like a collage of stories. But, you know, for me, you then return to, you know, the bickering prostitute. And I mean, you know, I, wasn't, I, w- I just wasn't getting it. I wasn't really able to take it any further than just going, here's some basically sort of like drugged, drug addict prostitute. I feel maybe
0: the the humour helps,
2: helps with that somewhat.
0: Films like this that are just in a quite a bleak setting and you're sitting there and you're like, oh, imagine that, oh, Jesus. And it's Christmas Eve, bloody hell. It can be a bit much. It can be a bit tiresome. you are like, Do you know, what? I'm just, you know, it's only ninety minutes, but I'm, I'm just bored of this bleakness. I don't want to yeah, see any more yeah. of this. And I feel with this, yeah, it's a bit numbing. It's a little bit numbing. There is a lot to that in this film. Because there's no dispute in that. It's, it's bleak. It's grim. It's fucking yeah, it grim. Is, it is bleak. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I wasn't sitting there, you know, the head flying back, roaring of laughter. But there was some, there was some, there was no. some decent bits. There was some fun. There was some funny bits and. Anytime maybe you're sitting there, and for me, I was like, oh, God, okay, yeah, what's next? Here we go. Someone does something, or someone comes out with a line, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. You've still got me, and I like the taxi guy, oh, Razima, I think he's called, we just said about the people in the back seat, and him driving everywhere, and he's had a tough day, so he's like, oh, I've got, I've got to chow down, I've got to find someone. He starts driving around, picks that girl up, it's like, oh, here we go, yeah, and uh, he starts blowing up because she's not um, transgender.
2: She's not a transvestite. Well, I, I found him. You see, I thought he was just kind of like I just found him just creepy. Oh, Blake and, again! And
0: horrible, terrible.
2: I just thought he was awful. That bloke. It, it's like the worst. It's like the worst possible fears you'd have with your taxi driver. That he's you know basically out of out of hours. He's going around driving around picking up prostitutes. I mean, it's it's really great. I mean, at no point because obviously with these stories, you know, you get into the into the world of the characters, and you know, you see things through their eyes. I was just watching these scenes of people driving around, you know, picking up prostitutes and stuff. And I just thought, you know, that is so grim. And like, you know, if you're doing that, you you need to you need to seriously have a look at yourself because it's it's grim.
0: Yeah, but you you just can't relate to it, can you? The thing is, you can't sit there and go, "Oh, these people need to sort
2: their life out," because that's the easy thing, isn't it? Oh, I know, I know. Well, this is it. Well, look, I mean, it's not like I'm not a prude, you know. I've you know watched films all the time about people in extreme situations or people in you know situations you know totally different from mine, and I'm able to sort of go, "Okay, well, I can see a way through here," but I, I found this, I found it difficult in this. I, d- I don't know why there was just something about it that I did. You know, I well, you've, thought, you've got
0: to be—you've got to be in, in on the film. If you're not, if you're not all in on the film, I think with this sort of film, you've got to be all in because you're never going to relate to the Well, you're hopefully, not, you're not going to relate to these characters and this yeah. setting and this story. Again, Christmas Eve in the background—it's Christmas. You know, fuck me. So you have to take that away. So you have to just enjoy the film. You have to—you have to take the humor from it. You have to, in some ways, be almost almost sympathetic towards the characters, towards um, yeah. Cindy and this whole Chester business, Chester. That's bleak. Uh, and I don't know, can yeah. you be sympathetic towards Razuma and his wife? You know, the whole bit when the wife and the kid come down to the donut shop. Not really, because again, it's, it's, it's comical. I'm sitting there going, like, oh man, oh God, this Razuma's well, yeah. fucking in so much trouble. Oh, He's just bouncing around the donut shop going like, Chester, you know, please, can you fucking straighten this out? Oh you no, know, yeah, this guy, yeah. you no, know, he, doesn't, he doesn't do drugs. He, he fucks my girls. All this stuff. <laughs> oh God. You know, mother-in-law yeah. from hell, mate. eh? Oh, she comes down. Yeah. She does come up with the best line actually. I think in the film about this whole, uh, what is it? Oh, that's it. L.A. is a beautifully wrapped lie. I'm pretty sure the mother-in-law's the one who comes out with that.
2: Yeah, she does. Yeah, she comes comes out with it in the back of the taxi, doesn't she? Yeah,
0: and you know that that sort of quote could be levied towards loads of places. Not just L.A. Loads of big cities where it's you know it all looks great from the outside, and you come in, and
2: yeah, and it's basically just all hype. Well, it's it's, it's hype not job, what she's yeah. saying. It's just saying it's all yeah. hype. Yeah, yeah,
0: and um you know, still some people get great experiences from it. LA, New York, London. You can go there and have a good time, but...
2: It's just these places that are just so overhyped. And, you know, I mean, I guess LA, LA's always going to fall victim to this because, you know, so many films come from there. And whenever you think of LA, you think of, you know, films and, you know, Hollywood and all this sort of stuff. You know, it's inevitable that you're going to have your ideas. There's going to be a big misalignment between how you perceive it and the reality of the place. But yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah, that is a good quote, actually. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying <clears throat> there's not good stuff on show here. I'm not saying it's not well written and it's, and it's well padded out and actually well planned out because, you know, you've got you've ultimately got real people and you're trying to coordinate their freestyle and create a, a, some kind of narrative. I'm not saying that that all isn't in, in here and isn't done well. But just for me, and you know, maybe it's just when when I watched it, maybe it was just an unfortunate timing, but I just yeah, yeah, just str- I struggle to get on board given the subject matter. I just found the whole thing really cruddy and just gross. Oh mate, that's to the be point. honest. That's the point. Cruddiness to the max. That's that's what we're getting.
0: Maybe give it another go over Christmas. Get the family around. You know, we talked about Black Christmas. Definitely rewatch that. Great film. Maybe a bit of this. Maybe see what the dad thinks
2: of this. Well I watched I watched I mean just after finishing this I watched the conversation was on um, was on the TV and obviously you know couldn't be couldn't be further apart could it but you know that was very that was very pleasing to me you know maybe I was just in a more sort of conversation right. mood right right um, yeah but yeah I don't know it's um yeah I don't know I I mean like I, I think I said at the beginning it does actually cuz initially you sort of think god is this just one of these where we just basically follow these these sort of junked up hookers around you know, shouting at each other, getting themselves into ridiculous situations. But then at the end, it does actually reveal that it does have softness and it does have heart, doesn't it? Whenever the two the two central characters sort of split off and then they go and one of them's effectively assaulted and then they go to the lawn, lawn, laundrette and they're sitting there and they sort of, re- you know, the friendship then comes back. But I think by that time, I'd sort of signed off. So I think the moment the thing actually showed a bit of heart, I I, I I'd already kind of checked out, which was a shame because I think if we if we'd had something like that a little bit little bit earlier on, I think it may have pulled me back a bit, but I think it waited too long to reveal that. I think it was all a bit too jokey right up until the end. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, again, I I think it does quite
0: well that you do you are following the characters and I don't I don't think you're meant to to be. Watching it and, and trying to put yourself in the world, going like, "Oh, imagine it's more just literally sitting down or just watching what these characters are doing day to day, and I'm not saying that these characters do this exact thing every single day, but it's like you know it's like being in that guy's taxi, just sitting in the back seat, just going like well, where are we going today then where, where are you taking me now? Where are we off to?" The fact that it's just in that small area, I think just makes it so much better. If we were dancing around, as I said, if we were dancing around the whole of l a there's a couple of bits we go, oh yeah that's. That's Hollywood. Seen that. But as it's so centralized into this, just this small West Hollywood area, I'm pretty sure the the Maya actor said that it was like Hollywood's red light district,
2: that area, which makes sense. The whole place is a red light district. Yeah. You've got the motel scene as well. That's fucking Blake. I mean, there there may be an American listening to this who would just, who's getting really pissed off. But I mean, I'm sorry, but LA, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, What's well, one of those? You, you always come on and you look at this and go oh, L.A. Well, of course, I just want to say L.A. fucking stinks. Stinks. Yeah, yeah. It's, but uh, that's my own experience, isn't it? And I've had to, I've had times in L.A. where I've gone off and done stuff. Where I've gone to the beach and I've got out of the you know the hustle and bustle. Great. I've had some nice days on Manhattan Beach. Been there, Hermosa, Hermosa
2: Beach. Good stuff. Have a look. Good night out. I mean that coastline, I think, is pretty amazing. Yeah. But oh yeah. The, um, but the city itself, I mean, I'm, yeah, just it
0: is. Yeah, not for me. Dysfunctional. Dysfunctional. Yeah, it's um, a lot to be desired, yeah. Yeah. Well, mate, tangerine. You get the flavour of it right here. Sean Baker's given you
2: some. Well, it is. I mean, you know, maybe it is Maybe it is a story of LA, I guess.
0: It's always going to be subjective, isn't it, I suppose? Of course it is. I've heard plenty of people go to LA and think it's the greatest place ever. It's the go-to. It's got a lot to offer. Who said that? Who said well, that? Are people, are people I've met in. I've been around. I've travelled. I've seen it.
2: Well, it's out This sounds more like this sounds more like beautifully wrapped la- la- lie sort of stuff. This is just hype. I mean, anyone who tells you LA is a must see, I'm sorry, but you know that's just nonsense. It's bollocks. I can see it. I can understand it because it's got a lot to offer, and people like to have
0: options. So, not many places have got you know on the doorstep. They've got lots of things to see. They've got a vibrant nightlife. They've got beaches. You can drive out a little bit more, and you can you can do all sorts. You can go nice walks. Vibrant nightlife. Most
2: folk don't don't go out after dark, do they? I didn't see a massive nightlife. Well, in there. certain
0: places, yeah, certain
2: places. I think it's, really? it's probably not worth your time, no In LA, again, well, you know,
0: same same everywhere. But if this film's set in LA, you know, we've we've got to dissect LA. Yeah, I've just missed it so far. I've missed yeah. I've missed the buzz. You know, by the sounds of it, it's not getting any better since no. COVID as well. It's uh, it's getting worse over there. But you know, if you live in LA, well, you know, apologies just subjective just my own experience but i can yeah. appreciate there's there's lots to do and there's lots of options mm. it's
2: just each option that
1: i've lots tried it's just, <laughs> just
2: just unfortunately the options are shite
1: well
0: as i said about the whole idea of of the film getting bleaker as it goes and it descending into darkness i think that's about right because it's you know in the day it's vibrant it's lovely it's colorful sun's out beaches yeah but it's
2: not it's hideous See, I I don't think I'm quite getting that because I I, I think the whole way through, I mean obviously, yeah, the, the central the central narratives gets slightly more you know, the stakes are raised a little bit. A little bit. But fundamentally I kinda of think it starts how it how it means to go on, and I think the whole thing's bleak. Um, yeah. No well it is bleak, but there is for some of the
0: characters there is But there's less jeopardy, is what you're saying. A, yeah, there's a little bit of hope for the for the Maya character she's mm, looking forward to singing okay. and you look at the taxi guy initially and i don't think you look at him and think well of course you look at him and think well that that's fucking terrible what he's doing but i don't think you're meant to think it's bleak on on his part i don't think he's having a bleak time i think he's he's okay he's you know he's, he's had a bit of a bit of a shit morning maybe he's like oh, i just need, need a bit of a need a bit of a um, you know a release here okay. oh, oh here we go up until darkness descends and he gets home that's when you look at him and he's like oh god he's, he just wants to get out again that's when you're meant to go oh now he's having a real shocker not in the car wash not doing the old BJ in the car, which I think is a really good scene. I mean, that's good. Yeah. Not that. You know, he's loving that. that. That's the best part of his day. It's when he goes home to the real world, sees the mother-in-law, the kids, the wife. It's like, oh, fuck, I need to get back on those streets ASAP. This is shit.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what 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 a state he's got himself into there. You know, he's got himself in sort of addicted to this transvestite hooker stuff. Yeah. Well, it's a funny scene when he picks up that um hooker and he goes into the back alley.
0: He's like, oh, here we go. Oh, no, 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 no. I, 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 I do the licking. I do the sucking. Oh, okay, yeah, whatever, yeah. What the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this? It's a pussy. It's a pussy, you idiot. What the oh, fuck is get that? Get out of my cab. Get, <laughs> get the fuck out. Give me my money. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, right, um, yeah. yeah. There's some funny bits in it. I think the guy, who was like, oh, you know, the family, I'm having a bad day. If you can just grab the balls and I'll just, I'll do it myself. Well, okay, you know, give me the, put the money on the old counter. Yeah, okay. Be quick. Be quick. Oh, it's not working. I'm not giving you your
2: money. Get out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's fantastic.
0: Um, What are you not saying about tangerine?
2: Yeah, well, no, I think, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, really works for you, but yeah, it doesn't make me, I mean, even though I can appreciate, you know, this short, you know, what he's he's achieved here, it doesn't make me want to rush out and watch, you know, Florida Project. Florida Project is a bit more accessible. Is it?
0: Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, again, it's bleak. The setting is is not, it's not grey, but
2: I think it's a lot more accessible, yeah. Well, he's got—he's obviously got something about sort of like trying to humanize tackiness, a tacky side of life. You know, he's got—he's got the prostitutes in Los Angeles in Hollywood. Um, He's got Florida Project, which I'm assuming, if it's set in the backdrop of you know all the shit that goes with you know Disneyland or whatever it's called, I'm assuming it's about sort of people who, on the surface, look kind of well. It's people who've got no money in a
0: motel. Again, I think there's something to it where you've got these big, bright places where people who've got money go to them, and then you've got poorer families and kids running around.
2: Yeah, you've got the locals who live there. on the outside. And I'm assuming it's one of these, you know, there's big roads going past, there's pollution in the air, you know. And then in the same way, I guess, with Red Rocket, you know, basically about a sort of ageing porn star going back to his slightly dysfunctional household... He's obviously got something about trying to trying to find a way into these characters' lives that people can empathise with, for characters who otherwise you, you just sort of roll your eyes and go, "Well, I've just got no interest." I think that's a nice thing to do and an interesting thing to do, but for me, I don't know. Maybe it was just the wrong time. But I found his this choice of subject matter in uh, in Tangerine just a bit inaccessible. Didn't really, didn't really, didn't work for me on that level. Unfortunately, you'll find that you'll find that in LA. I've seen it, where you, you'll
0: drive through certain places to get to something magical. As you get older, when you get to, you know, you're on your way to Disneyland and, you know, everyone's excited and you have to drive through places where you're like, oh, oh Jesus, that doesn't look oh dear, too good. Yeah. Oh, thank God I'm going to Disneyland. La, 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 and just keep going. And you never, you never would hear about those stories or you never would hear about. And I think for something like the Florida Project, there's kids. So there's, there's something to it where kids, are oh, they're not seeing that. They're seeing no. Disneyland. They're going like, "Oh, that'd be nice to go to one day," but they're not. They're not that fussed by it as such because they've just got their own little world going on. So then playing around in, in in the motel and with other kids and kicking a ball and stuff. They're not really that fussed initially. As you get older, and then you maybe have people coming, kids coming, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, we, we were at Disneyland for four days. Oh, it's great. You should go." Oh, oh really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I don't think we can afford to go there. Oh, you've got to sort that out. Oh, it's lovely. Oh, the rides are fantastic. You really must go. Well, again, it's just Blake, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I think I need to watch... Uh, I do need to watch Florida Project because I'll definitely go and see Red Rocket.
0: Um, yeah.
2: Mark Duplass, yeah. mate, was involved in this. You know, the guy in Creep? Oh, oh do, you, do you mean... You don't mean the... This is obviously two, isn't there? Do you mean the yes, one not, with not the, the London who one goes the and videos one. him? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. so he... I think him and his brother have got a production company.
2: Sorry, are you talking about the actual Creep? Yes,
0: yeah, the actor, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah Mark right, Duplass, okay. yeah.
0: Him and his brother have got a production company, and I think they're involved with this.
2: Oh right, okay.
0: Yeah, I think they're in, maybe involved with other stuff with old Baker. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. creep, you know, good film. Well, both yeah, both is. are pretty good. The Chester bloke, he was the guy out of the wire. Oh, I know yeah. him. Do you remember that old Ziggy? Yeah, I've
2: seen him in quite a few things. Wh- which film are you saying? The Wire, yeah, the TV series. Oh, yeah. the Wire. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's in the Wire, but he's also in quite a few films. Oh yeah, he's in he's in it. Recently, it. yeah, sinister. sinister, yeah, yeah. He's in some of those. um I feel like he pops up in a couple of the Larry Clark films. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Again, you look at him, and
0: think like, like really? But yeah, I imagine that's that's spot on. I don't think he's just turned up
2: on set and gone like, oh, that's oh just. yeah. No, I, I find I find him quite convincing.
0: Yeah, that's just ham up some pimp I imagine he's walked he's walked the streets based on Sean Baker and everyone else and gone like, yeah, we've met some guys who are just like this. Incredible different universe isn't it
2: what kind of iphone was a shot on was it was it like it was it a five
0: i think it was a five It five s i believe five s
2: i mean it is amazing it, it, yeah well it is it's you know it looks it looks yeah great it it does yeah i I don't know how how did they do some of those like swooping shots did they have a drone i think so
0: yeah something to that effect yeah 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 again it's just the background it's, it's the location and i think you can get away with it with with this sort of thing because it's all it's all shot on location and It adds to the feel, adds to the experience. It immerses. Oh,
2: yeah. There's something cinematic. I mean, there is something cinematic about LA streets. I mean, there's no question. And the lighting's perfect. The lighting's right. It's quite immersive, yeah. And of course, there's been hundreds of thousands of films set in LA which are
0: terrible. But if a film does it right, then LA can be a great
2: setting for a film. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, it's a good backdrop.
0: And you start seeing all these colourful characters. And this, this does it brilliantly. But, yeah, I think there was all this stuff about they were using this um, this lens to improve the quality. Anamorphic, have you heard of that? I've read no. about this in in one of my, my film books a while ago. You so. oh yeah. yeah I yeah. think what it does is it allows any picture to fit the standard format. So if you've got so for this with an iPhone because it's fucking tiny with this lens on, I think it will then expand it,
2: widen the picture,
0: retain the quality somewhat, and then you can obviously increase the saturation and the colours in post and all this. You know, slightly cheating on Sean's part, I feel, but. Uh, but yeah, well, oh, great. Just, it looks, yeah, you're not, you're not sitting there going like, oh, this looks a bit sewage. And the thing is, it doesn't matter because even if it did look a bit, did look a bit grainy, looked a bit off, you'd go, what's well, about right?
2: Well, that's deliberate, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we're in LA, this is, that's, that's perfect.
2: Yeah, well, it's like, I mean, because <clears throat> it's, it's got a certain uh, appearance of, you know, they're documenting, you know, a day in the life of these people. Yeah. So, you know, it's not far off someone literally following these people around the streets with a camera. Yeah. Well, it's exactly um, that, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah, yeah. Aesthetically, the whole thing, the whole thing makes sense. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think I've said what I, you know, what, how I, you know, how, how I got on with it. Uh, absolutely, don't dispute. There's really good stuff there. But for me, you know, I won't be watching it again. Put it that way. I was
0: concerned re-watching it. I was like, am I gonna? Because I remember watching it the first time a few years back. And I was like, this is, yeah, this is good stuff. And I was watching it. And I was, you know, initially I was like, oh, okay, okay. But no, I think I left it. And I was like, yeah, that's that's a good film. That's a really good film. Other than the 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 music bits where it just gets a bit out of hand, I think Sean gets a bit carried away. I think it's very good. I think it does. I think it does a lot of stuff well. I was into it definitely. Just the idea that this Meyer and this Kiki and stuff were just were just found on the street. You know, they were living this existence, and Sean Baker just goes up to one of them and goes, "Oh, do you fancy being in this film?" It's unbelievable, really. And you know, they've had that before where people have come off the streets and changed their lives and become actors and stuff. But it's it's fucking nuts. Yeah it is, yeah yeah. That's to the realism; yeah. it's very authentic, it very authentic. Oh, yeah. But um, oh. but yeah, you know, Merry Christmas, everyone. What do you think of that? Tangerine.
2: Merry Christmas. You
0: yeah, know, most people are doing Love Actually. Um, we might might do that as well. But um, you know, people are doing like lots of happy, festive experiences for the fans, for the listeners. But I fancy doing a bit of Tangerine. Mm. Go and have a look. Maybe don't watch it with the whole family. It may not be accessible for. You know anyone under the age of fifteen? Is it an eighteen? This or was it fifteen? No, I think it's 15, fifteen. Yeah, but it's um, it's definitely worth checking out if you if you want a break from jingle all the way and etc. Have a look, mate. Would you recommend even if you didn't like it?
2: Um, oh gee. No, I, no, I, I mean I wouldn't personally. No? But no, I because I just I, I don't think there's anything in this that anyone needs to see. Right, but um. Yeah, well, if you're interested in, you know, if you're interested in shoe, shoestring budget and, and, you know, what you can do, you know, being resourceful, then yes. But, you know, from a story perspective, no. I don't think anyone needs to see this.
0: Well, fair enough, yeah. No, that's fine, yeah.
2: But, yeah. Yeah, Merry well, right. Christmas, everyone. Until next time. Cheers. Goodbye.
1: Anyhow, Ben, where can we find us? Go on, you take the lead on this. That would be so her.
0: stupid. not oh. being a child.
1: I've just announced to the world. Do
0: the one thing that you do on this podcast. Get on with it.
1: So you can find us on the Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We're also on TikTok occasionally. We're on all of the regular sites for downloading podcasts such as Good Pods. Why do you butcher this? Spotify. You've done it a million times. uh, The Apple thing. What's the Apple thing called?
0: Yes, where you, where you find your podcast. Yeah, where yes. you find your podcast. Yes. There you
1: go. That's where you find us. Oh, and sometimes we do the game floggers, but we don't do it very often. We're gonna be
0: doing it. We're, we're gonna be doing it over Christmas. Mm. I'm gonna get another monitor.
1: No, he is not. And we over going to be doing my it. dead body.
0: That's gonna be so much easier because then we can have one monitor to interact with all the fans. And the he other one. He to... currently has
1: three. Well he's got two and then his laptop, so
0: be easier. So much better. Mm. Looking forward to it. Can't
3: okay, wait. So.
1: Anyhow, Thank you and goodbye. Don't forget to like, share and review. Happy vlogmas.
3: Hello and welcome to What's Our Seat Number. If you're listening to this trailer, you're deciding whether or not you're going to listen to this podcast. Good. But chances are, we've lost you already. Wait, what? No, come on, Matt. Well, I mean, it takes it takes what, like ten seconds for people to lose interest in things. I'm not being being defeated. defeated. They've gone already. It's for now. Then,
4: well, now they are because we started arguing, so we've both sort of driven them out. Well, go on then. Tell
3: tell tell the dead air who we are. Okay.
4: Okay. The dead air. The dead air. The cadaver. The
3: people who aren't listening anymore.
4: I'm taking control. You introduce yourself, and then I'll introduce myself, and then we'll talk a little bit about what we're doing. Right? It's going to sound more professional that way. Okay.
3: Okay. I'm Johnny Gross. I am a filmmaker and a film fan and fanatic and obsessive.
4: Good. Very good. That was very well done. Very professional. You sounded like you're in control and almost like you know who you are.
3: All right, then. And who are you?
4: I'm Sai. I'm a 3D artist and a game designer, a film fan. Uh, I'm your brother as well. Really? We're going to be talking about some of our favorite movies and hopefully some of yours as well. There's going
3: to be trivia behind the scenes. Do you want to tell the listeners why we've called this podcast What's Our Seat Number? You really
4: came to the right person with fielding this question because I feel that I can take this story and really bring it to life. Okay, so one time we went to go and see a film in the cinema and I asked, what's our seat number? fantastic
3: was it good yeah yeah I did it for you it's great if you want to hear more you can check out the rest of our episodes we're hosted by Podbean but you can also find us on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify Amazon Music or Audible TuneIn Alexa Listen Notes, and now on iHeartRadio Player FM and Podchaser so pretty much wherever you get your podcasts please don't forget to review like and rate and keep listening because the more you listen the more we'll be able to produce bye ta-ta